And now it's the comedy duo you've literally never heard of, Ringham and Godzill. Yeah! <laughs> oh, brilliant. I love it. Good work, sir. Excellent. <laughs> well, uh, hello, podcasters. Uh, my name's Robert Ringham, and to my immediate left is none other than... Mr. Daniel James Godzill. Mr. Daniel James Godzill. Well, hello, sir. Hello. <laughs> and welcome to uh, another fun-packed episode of Ringham and Godzill's Alpha Bites. Well, we hope it's fun. We hope it's fun. Yeah. Let's not review our own podcast. No. We can leave that up to the, uh, the lovely people at home. Yes. The people that matter. I mean, from now, how many stars would you give it? How many stars would I give it from now? Yeah. Well, I think we start with five, and then we, as we carry on talking, it well, gets progressively worse. That's a very optimistic way to look at things. <laughs> well, I think in, we have to, you know, we're changing the way we're doing things, Dan. I think in the past, if you look at my, my favourite one so far is L is for local. I okay. think that's our best one. And that starts really poorly. The first half an hour is just absolute okay. dross. But then it really picks up when we get into Gorilla Bobby territory. Yes. That yes. was superb. So what you're really saying is if we didn't do a podcast at all, we'd get five stars. I think so. Excellent. I think five is the default. We're wasting our time, really. I think silence is worth five stars. Excellent. <laughs> so, so now it's up to us different. to see if we can maintain the five or soil that five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing it down with our awful, uh, awful lack of wit. <laughs> okay. okay. But we're, uh, yeah, this is going to be exciting. So we've actually, we've imposed a bit of structure to our podcast, yes, possibly for the yes. first time. Yes. So we've got games to play. Yes. And we've got uh, features, and we're hoping that these things will snowball as we go along. So next time, you know, if, if a feature worked well this week, we might incorporate that and keep it up as we go along. Yes, I think, I think we'll see how they go. Yeah. But basically, if we look at our podcast heroes, uh, I think in the past we've, we've really both liked, dare I say, Collings and Herring. Yes. And we've enjoyed their... You know, lack of professionalism and their nyum 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 sensibilities. <laughs> but we're going to be we're going to try and be a bit more like Adam and Joe now. Yeah. But I must say, if we carry on like this, I might turn into Ricky Gervais, and then you'll be in trouble, Dan, because <laughs> you'd have to be Carl Pilkey. Well, I, I think I think Richard Herring <laughs> and MJ Collins—they're a little bit too rough around the edges, aren't they? <laughs> they are a, a little bit blue. I don't know. I see them as a kind of happy medium of podcasters. I think they're kind of. I think they're the perfect podcast for me Hold to on. listen to. That, that, really? Yeah, I think so. Well, that that, that kind of means there's someone else on the other end of the scale. What you mean, the rubbish ones? No, That's Trev and Simon. <laughs> yeah, oh, you mean you think they're in the medium of goodness? Yeah, I think they're. I think they're a standard three-star podcast. So, so they're not good, good enough for you to snobbishly <laughs> unlike, no. because they're too good. Yeah, but they're not crap enough for you to to just be mocked. Exactly. If you listen I don't know to which them. element of this you're having trouble with the most. <laughs> I think they set the benchline. Is what I'm saying. I see. They're this, you know how Starbucks is the benchline of coffee, and everything you drink is either better or worse than Starbucks. Starbucks is the average. Right. I think Collins okay. and Herring. Set that set that baseline for podcasting. Ah, I'm a Nero fan. You're a Nero. Oh, like a Nero fan. Nero, I yeah. thought you were talking about. Um, I thought you were talking about Nero from Star Trek. Oh, I thought you were talking about the popular DVD burner. <laughs> Nero burning wrong. Yes, I do like Nero burning. In fact, I like anything. Called Nero's Nero is a damn good name if you want to be successful. Emperor Nero. I, suppose. I may start That's a company called Nero. From. Sorry, I may start a company called Nero. You, you know what? I may start a company called Nero. Start a company called yeah. Nero. Everyone else seems to be doing it. <laughs> Why not? If um, there's a bandwagon, you should just hop on it. Yes. <laughs> I'll sell cushions. So, Daniel, how's your week been? What have you been um, up to this week? Uh, not a lot, really. Not a lot, really. I've been, do I've been doing... <laughs> I've been getting myself into awkward situations at work as well, being snobbish. Oh, wait. I don't know about the snobbishness, but we could talk about the man points. Oh, yes. Well, I've been, I've been <laughs> on a quest 
Well, it's been it's been the last few months really, but this week has really seen a, a quick a quick um, rise in it. I've, I've been trying to be more manly because yeah. I don't think I am. And why really? shouldn't you? <laughs> well, I think I've, uh, I've been worried about. More we manliness. can probably all afford to be a bit more manly. Yes. The thing is, there was a time when. Um, you know, say stand-up comedy was dominated by this kind of manly, uh, sort of, you know, slightly xenophobic kind of, yeah. uh, you know, you had your typical laddish comedians. Uh, but uh, I don't know these times, in these days, I think the, the media sort of doesn't really know what to do with men. They don't know how to portray no. what, what a man is because they don't want to go, oh, well, I'm a red meat-eating a soldier yeah. with a huge penis. They put them in a, in a, in a white van in a high-vis jacket. Exactly. With a, They're with, idiots. With a stubble. It's like they can't even just be nice guys, like no. me and you, they, or, or, you know, actual proper manly men. They're always like a sort of snivelling nothing, which is just the point <laughs> of comedy for all women to point and laugh at. In fact, that picture, that, you know, the picture from Abu Ghraib, where there's, the, <laughs> where there's a soldier, what's her name, uh, Amy or something? She, she's pointing at that uh, prisoner's tiny penis. Yes. I yes. think that is actually the... Epitome of manliness. The, no, it's the epitome of how the media treats men. Oh. It feels like everyone's just there to snigger at our tiny penises and our sort of lack of vocabulary and our, uh, you know, our inability to you know, do anything like men would have done in the old days. We're kind of on a, a, a sort of border between the, the men of the future where we might be sort of super David Bowie kind of spacemen and the men of the past when we were tough cavemen. Like, what are we now? We're neither. No, we're I, neither the no. the rising ape or the falling angel, are we? We're like we're like vanilla. We're vanilla. We're the vanilla men. We are. We're the vanilla ice. Not even the vanilla ice of men. No, because he's good. quite a man. He's. Oh, would you say he was a man? I think so. Well, we were talking about this earlier. The, we? the earring in one ear. <laughs> Oh it uh, depends which year it's in, apparently. The baggy trousers. <laughs> is that what does it for you? Uh, yeah. Well, there's, yeah, I mean, these things are maybe sort of, uh, what's the word, uh, superficial measures of manliness. Yeah. For example, my comedy one, if anybody says, what do you think makes a man? What is the measure of a man? I always say, you've got to punch a horse. If you can punch a horse in the yeah. face, that to me is the measure of a man. But that's the sarcastic what, comedy answer. Didn't someone recently do that to an X Factor uh, winner? <laughs> Punched him in the face. Did he look yes. like a horse? It was Leona Lewis. Oh, of dear. All people. I don't get the reference because no. I don't watch the X Factor. No. Not It was wasted on you. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for not watching Telly, Dan. My, my sort of equal one is it would be wrestling, wrestling an ox. Wrestling an ox. Arm wrestling an ox. No, <laughs> they don't have the um, elbows. They, they don't, don't have, have elbows. They don't have dexterity, do they? No. <laughs> you, try, you try and get a, a, an ox on a bar stool. <laughs> I've like, had some oxo on a you bar try and get stool. A, you try and get an ox in a bar. I, I, I snorted some oxo off a bar stool. Really? No. <laughs> oh, you know, actually, this this brings me on very quickly. I'll, I'll, I'll quickly uh, go away from the, uh, uh, whatever we're talking about. Topic in the, hand. Um, topic in hand, yes. Um, as a vegetarian, can you eat... Oxo cubes. Well, or gravy the, granules. Well, Oxo provide a vegetarian one. They provide a green one for veggies. Do, but is it like vegetable stock? Vegetable or is stock. It, it's not but chicken the truth stock. Is, I don't know if there's any real chicken in the meat Oxo. I don't know. I don't have the meat Oxo because I'm catered for. But uh, yeah, I don't know if there's something like chicken and crisps. Well, there's no, not a chicken ever been near that crisp. Yeah, yeah. So it might be. Would you eat? Would you eat a meat-flavored crisp? Uh, yeah, because th there's no meat near them. They just—it's just a simulation. It's chemicals. So you don't mind that it says chicken on the pack? Uh, no. Excellent. I mean, it sort of doesn't sit with me well. You know, I'd rather they didn't oh. produce them, to be honest. But you know, if you're kind of fabricating flavors, 
why stop at the most conservative meat there is? Why stop at chicken and smoky yeah. bacon? Why can't you have buffalo, you know, buffalo, or Pegasus? <laughs> <laughs> Things that don't even exist. If you can, if you can go. Well, research would show that the Pegasus would probably taste like horse, and this is what horse tastes like. You could sell Pegasus crisps. Polar bear. Polar bear. Oh, that's a really good Polar idea. Bear. Something panda. Endangered species. Yeah, pandas. Oh, like a, a, a giant panda. Would you punch a panda? Would I punch a panda? No, they're too huggable. <laughs> but that's I'd the measure a, of manliness. Hug a panda. No, really? that's not manly. Really? Hugging a panda. See, there we manly. go. There's my, that's minus one man point already. <laughs> minus you've been one. docked. We've only been going yeah, ten yeah. minutes, and you've been docked been, one I mean, man you've, point. you've been minus one by being a vegetarian. How are you going to possibly get your man point back? Um, you've got to get two man points to well, be up on this deal. There are no pandas or horses to punch. Well, Dan, suck it. <laughs> Does that make me a man? I don't want you to suck it. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Right. We don't have to go into that territory. I mean, I, I, could, I could take a swig of lager. <laughs> well, only if you goggle it and, and stain your clothes with it. Uh, and then, uh, vomit all over myself. And then punch your horse. And smear it all over my face. Yeah. And then smear say something eyes. sexist. And then phone in sick for work. And then, oh, that's a good one. Oh. And then get in a white van. And drive it off beachy head and die. <laughs> that would be manly, oh. I think. <laughs> Dad's would, just giving me such a look of revulsion. That's just. That... <laughs> Excuse me. Would um. That was manly. Would burping, burping, farting, any kind of emission, really, <laughs> especially if it's in public. What any kind of disgusting. What, what about an armpit fart? An armpit fart would be. Be- oh, that would be beyond manly. That's beyond manly. Two manly points. <laughs> yes, two manly points. Double point. manly point. <laughs> but, yes, so there we go. But the serious one, I, I think, you asked, me, you asked me what you think. Are you ready to go on to that? <laughs> I think we can go serious. Okay. Why not? You've, you know what, Dan? We've done OXO. We can go anywhere now. Okay, excellent. <laughs> I think that what makes a man is the ability to make a decision. Mm. That's what I think. If you think about presidents, prime ministers, businessmen... Um, leaders of armies, little chef managers, li- little chef managers, they all have to, uh, they all have to make decisions. You know, you're joking yeah. about little chef managers, but they they could hire and fire your ass in oh. in a minute, flat yeah. down. How many pennies? Are and I charge yours. <laughs> 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 Sorry, what were you just to, s- just to clarify, I don't work at Little Shop. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But no, I do. No, I do. <laughs> I do What's wrong with Little Chef? Well, well, there's a lot wrong. Let's face it, there's a lot. There's a lot wrong with Little Chef. Is it true they they're, they're positioned on ley lines? They, I think they might be. In fact, I heard that they uh, that the the head of Little Chef, the littlest chef of them all, <laughs> I heard that he's not only a devil worshipper. But he's a he's a huge fan of Chris Agabusi. Is he? Yeah. So it's this company founded on uh, primal evil. So not only do they build their branches on ley lines, they actually look for um, f- for Indian burial grounds and for war memorials to, that they could possibly desiccate and replace with their little shit. I don't think that's libelous, is it? Do, do they uh, the follow the time team round? <laughs> they do. In fact, Tony Robinson is one of their employees. Ah. This isn't libel. I mean, honestly, Tony Robinson and Little Shep, if this is libel, you should just sue us. I mean, you, you just find us out and sue us. Have some work. find us. Bloody hell, we deserve it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyway, what are we talking about? I'm just laughing at my own jokes again. <laughs> Somebody wrote in and said, why does Rob always laugh after telling a joke? But I've got an answer for that. It's because they're fucking funny. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Excellent. Thank you. Excellent. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, so soon you stopped. <laughs> I do apologise. Do you want another one? 
What's that? Nothing's happening. Oh, oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I do say. I say. My dog's got no nose. Yeah. There might be some. Uh, yeah, some confused faces there in the audience. You're probably thinking, how does he smell? How does it? How does he? How does he smell? Well, I've got the answer for you, folks. He smells terrible. Yeah. Come on. You should, another you one, should wait, wait for the punchline. <laughs> smells terrible. Bloody awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, enough of that nonsense. <laughs> so I brought a few uh, little... Uh, w- you see, this is how prepared we are this week, podcast listeners. We have a We've scrap a, like the back of a payslip. It's, um, well, I, I was going to call it a script, but oh. if you want to call it the back of a payslip or... Uh, well, let's be honest, a beer mat. It's, ah, <laughs> what I've done is I've just written some keywords here. So, um, I mean, you guys can't see this at home, but basically what we're going to do here in the studio is we're going to have a little Dove From Above style round where Dan has to pick one of the words and I have to explain to him why I wrote that word on that piece of paper. Excellent. Okay. So, Dan, which of those lovely uh, <laughs> verbs and nouns and adjectives would you uh, like to <laughs> discuss today on the podcast? The first one I'm going to go for, I think, is, um, is the one that jumps out at me. <laughs> Um, Etheric. Oh, I knew you'd go for that one. Really? I, I knew you'd go for that one. It's because you write it in such big letters. Because it's in big letters, but the truth is, Etheric has got nothing to do with this podcast. <laughs> I wrote that as a completely unrelated note, and then wrote the other things around it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so Etheric, in fact, is uh, it's a Scottish border town. Oh. And uh, I looked it up because there's a pub in Glasgow called the Etheric, and I always wondered what what Etheric was. I thought it might be a, an old term for a Scottish kingdom, like there's the kingdom of Strathclyde and things like that. I thought the Etheric might be something like that. Or a drink. In fact, it's, uh, it's a little town in the borders. Huh. So there we go. So that's not, there's no comedy so there. It's completely unrelated. It's just Excellent. completely unrelated. Well, this isn't going very well, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you always say that Let's about 20 on. minutes okay. in. Okay. Um, uh, oh, okay. Wolves. Slash. Forward slash. Forward slash. Hitler. Hitler. Underlined. Wolves forward slash Hitler. Wolves forward slash Hitler. <laughs> Wolves forward slash Hitler. Wrong one. Wolves forward slash Hitler. <laughs> That's a good one. I like the children cheering and they're going, Yeah, wolves and Hitler! Wolves and... Oh, and the forward slash, that just makes it for me! <laughs> well, wolves slash Hitler. This is um, an observation I made. Yesterday I went to uh, Wolverhampton Market and it's brilliant. You can buy... Yeah. No, it's brilliant. You can buy yeah. like six bell peppers for one pound. Why? Yeah, they're like 89p in Tesco. Were there people from Wolverhampton there, though? I'm afraid they were. But they're a mix, but no. No, they're not so bad. No, Wolverhampton's much better than, uh, than Dudley, <laughs> I'm afraid to say. They're like, you know on the uh, the Origin of Species chart, how you, you start with a little monkey man, yeah. and you go through the Cro-Magnons and the Neanderthals up until you get Homo erectus? Mm. Well, I think Dudley is sort of the squidgy one at the bottom, and yeah. uh, Wolverhampton is at least halfway. I mean, okay, they're dragging their knuckles along, but... You know, at least they're not amphibians. They're still not water-bound. <laughs> they're not water-bound. So I was at the market. <laughs> and, uh, Dudley, the, the Venice of the West Midlands. What do you mean the Venice of the West Midlands? Venice is lovely. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Because no, Venice was water-bound. Oh, because they're water-bound. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get the reference. Yes. It wasn't very good. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, wait. No, don't applaud that. <laughs> It's hard to believe that the uh, people of Podcastland can make themselves heard through time and space. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw a stall dedicated to our local football team, Wolves, the Wolverhampton Excellent. Wanderers. Excellent, of course. But 
uh, so basically they sold uh, historical wolves things. So there's the wolves right. store, which is at the Molyneux Centre, which sells you know the new strips. But there's also the wolves stall, which is the Wolverhampton Market, and they sell the old strips and old programs. So it's like the vintage wolves stuff. Okay. But out of all of it, I was just walking past. I didn't really stop to look. But in the middle of everything, almost the centrepiece, was a section of books about Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> you probably think I'm making this up <laughs> because I always like to, you know, mix. You know, I always like to imply that football fans and people who know about football are disgusting, racist scum. And, you know, I'd say 98 percent of the time they are. Yes, but, I'd say 99. So you probably think Point. I'm making this up, but the truth is, I did see a book about Hitler okay. in the middle of all this Wolf's memorabilia, like a pro-Hitler book. Or was it, it was well, it was not not particular, but it was a history book. It was sort okay. of, it was called something like. Um, the Fuhrer and his henchmen or something. It was a, you know, it was a documentary book, but the fact that it was there in this shop that's supposed to be completely dedicated to the Wolves football team, that is bad I just enough. thought it was hilarious. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Excellent. Look at his comedy. Maybe it doesn't work if I actually write these things down. <laughs> Maybe it's better if I make it, if I make it seem like it's spontaneous. Like up. this. Blah! <laughs> See, that's funny. That's I've, funny. Um, I've, uh, I, was, I was lying in bed. You were lying in bed. Why don't you just tell the truth in bed? She won't mind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a bit late, though. Well, we were discussing OCDs. OCDs. Okay. What about OCD? uh... Should we we say what it means for the... uh... Well, yeah, they're not idiots, Dan. Well. Well, okay. Well, to be honest, if you listen to this, you probably are a fucking moron. But, uh... (laughs) Bless their little cotton sock. Tiny cotton sock. Just one one leg. (laughs) What is that? Just because you've got one leg doesn't mean you're stupid. I mean, it probably does, but... It's getting there. Where are we going with this? OCD. Um, Oh, yeah. Obsessive compulsive um, disorder. Yeah, I just thought I'd ask you if you had anything which you were (laughs) uh, obsessively... Compulsed. Mm. Well, we don't want to take the subject too lightly. I mean, obsessive compulsive disorder, of course, is a real problem. Yeah. But you're, you're asking me, is there anything that I am particularly uh, pernickety yeah. about, or any anything, rituals I might yeah. have? Are you, that you can't, you can't stop yourself from doing oh. you, oh, you just can't help it. Well, whenever I see a horse, I just have to just punch it in it. the face. I have the same thing, but with an ox. With an, it's weird, I isn't just, it? I just find myself wrestling. With <laughs> it's like we're worse than racists because we're speciesist. You know, it's like there's a particular sort of animal that we just object to. Have you ever been a little, a little bit racist? Um, a little bit racist? Oh, gosh, there must be examples Have you ever phoned BT and then, and then it's from oh, someone dear. from where are you going with you've this? gone, oh, I'm getting no, nowhere. I've never felt that, but I must say... That's not really racism, just to get you off the hook. It's more xenophobia. It's not really racism. Well, you don't care what race this person is. You're not going, oh, the fucking, you know, I just want Tasmanians. You're not going, the bloody Tasmanians. They're always talking of Tasmanian at me yeah. down the phone. It's not that. You're going, oh, it's someone from overseas who doesn't understand my perspective. So that's more xenophobia than racism, uh, which in a way is worse. They had, <laughs> did, did they not all get... Um, I heard there was, there, was, jokes, there was a story yeah. I read about them all being given. They, they were allowed. The, a lot of people from from India who were in call centres were allowed to to adopt British names 
to make them sound yes. more British, and, and they, were, they were given lessons on Britishness. Well, a long time ago, when this isn't a new thing, when I was at Dudley College, probably ten years ago, um, I was studying IT, and there were a lot of uh, Chinese exchange students. They, they basically just come to to, the, to to Britain to study IT, and uh, I mean they were a great bunch. But what was interesting is that um, they would change their names. So uh, there was a, I had a friend called Chu Boon. But she changed her name to Alice. Like they do that they, oh. a lot of the time, they, in order to sort of incorporate, to, to you know, they, they anglicise their I names. I see, I see. And they're not even close to their original names. Oh. Like if Chu Boon changed her name to, you know, Chelsea or something, yeah. or something that's that, that would make more sense. But it doesn't make any sense. Being basically... an IT student, you could have changed his name to Binary. <laughs> well, the thing is, <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, my name's 110011. Oh, Excellent. nice to meet you. I'm a too. <laughs> <laughs> Be lovely. That's true. They could just walk around with barcodes. And that's then how they'd... I'd like things. What? If I'd like everyone to have a barcode on the well, back that's, of their that's, neck. That's, again, that's another thing you've got in common with Hitler. I <laughs> am. I am a little bit Hitlerish. <laughs> and not just because of your fetching moustache, either. Oh, I, if only I could grow a Hitler moustache. <laughs> well, you know, well, I struggle. say what you like about you, You've got quite a, <laughs> a bit of growth on your, on your face. It's only a bit of manly stubble today. See, I, oh, I thought see. you might want to hold today's podcast... Emmy's for manliness. Oh, I knew you'd talk about manliness because this is your thing. Well, at see, the moment. you could you could pop an extra man point on your chart well, f- for having a beard. A bit of a st- well, it's not really a beard. It's hardly a Captain Haddock beard. It's you know just a bit of stubble, see, really. Mine, constantly, I keep getting minus man point. Today, I bought a pair of jeans. I bought them a size too small, hoping that I'd, I'd I'd sort of shrink into them in time. Oh dear! I, what kind of a man does that? That doesn't work that way. You're supposed to grow into things. Oh, no, not because I'm fully grown. That's what my mummy always told me. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not a toddler. You're a fully grown man. I, I, I mean, I meant kind of lose some weight. It's a disappointment to all of us. I didn't know about this. <laughs> Don't mock me. <laughs> I'll mock you. No, no, that's not kosher. And I should know because my ex-husband is completely kosher. I think it's time to kill the pig or something. Kosher indeed. What a pure Yes, and so welcome to our first ever feature. Ooh. Yes, I know you should. You, you bloody should be excited. I, I mean, I don't know why you're making these noises because you've got stings there. You could Ooh. just be. You could be a very impressive. Yay! So, it's kosher, not kosher. So, oh, hey. there we go. That's a classy applause. Don't ever, don't ever do it. <laughs> Sorry. So yes, kosher, not kosher. In this game, I will posit. Uh, I'll, I'll come up with a food stuff, perhaps an unusual one, and my gentile friend here, Daniel Godzill. Yep. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. 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 I'm so Dan. nervous being on the radio and everything. <laughs> <laughs> my first time, long time listener. You'll uh, have to tell first me. First time caller. Oh, nice. You'll have to. You'll have to tell me if the food that I'm talking about can ever be considered kosher oh. by the Jewish community. So basically, Dan is a trainee rabbi. Put your hat on, Dan. I mean, could I, could I run in with better. this with this food into a, like a rabbi community? Can you take this in? T- slap yeah. them in the can face. You, you're it? a new rabbi, and you're, you've been invited to a party with the other rabbis, mm-hmm. and uh, they've said bring nibbles. So, but you, you've got a quandary now because although you're a rabbi, you're only you're, you know you're new to the gig, and so you're thinking, oh, oh, oy vey, what can I possibly uh, bring? Because you don't know everything that's kosher and what isn't. So. I'm going to name a food, and you have to tell me if you think it's kosher. Okay. So the first food I would ask to you, Daniel Godzell, <laughs> is, um, I think, um, Yorkshire puddings Ooh. cooked inside a Wellington boot. 
Would that be kosher? Oh, kosher? Right, okay. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to, you have to think break about it. break this one down. Break this one down. <laughs> <laughs> you can just say if you want, kosher well, or not kosher. I'd say a Wellington boot in itself <laughs> is used for good purposes. You think that's kosher? Well, yeah, it's kind of for Wellington doing, boot? doing that, but it's made out of rubber. I'm afraid it's not kosher, Dan, because a Wellington boot's not even food. Oh. <laughs> can't think, is so it, I started with an easy one. Oh. All right, don't worry, don't okay. worry. Okay, you so still got a chance. So to we're eat. saying, if it's not food, it's not. It's, kosher. If it's not food, it's not kosher. That's so, the first okay. rule, really. So a salmon on a spade, <laughs> not kosher. Not kosher. Not if you're planning to eat the spade. Okay. Chick- so, a chicken in a pint glass. Chicken in a pint glass. No, not if you're going to eat the pint glass. Okay. <laughs> but don't forget, it's cooked inside a Wellington boot, and I didn't say, but it's also served inside a Wellington uh-huh. boot, so right. maybe that's my fault for not giving you enough information. Okay, I think it is your fault for not giving me enough information. <laughs> All right, well, we'll start again if you want. More information. <laughs> More information. So you're going to have two, no, you're going to have three, it's the best of three round. Oh, okay. Okay, Daniel, I'm very what, about, um, <laughs> what about poached tarantula eggs? <laughs> Kosher or not kosher? I heard that anything above five legs is not kosher. Oh, that's interesting. What kind of animal do you think has five legs? <laughs> a non-kosher animal. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking, fucking good answer. <laughs> is that the first time we've sworn? Um, first swearing is It's probably the first pod- time you've... No. It's the first bastard in time I've Don't bring me into it, Motherfucking podcast, you bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <gasps> took that bit far, didn't I? Yeah. So, uh, take, so, it, take it back. What were you going to say? Use words that will take do, it back. Um, that was it backwards. Ah. Do you like that? I could say anything backwards. Okay, say, um, I found a caterpillar under my pillow. <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> it's backwards. That's that lovely. Thing. It doesn't sound much like it, but if you, if you got the podcast people, you could put this into Garage Band and reverse it and see what happens. Like on the, is it, is it on the, the, the Rolling Stones or the Beatles where if you reverse it, does that kill Hitler? Yeah, I think um, I yeah. think every album in the world does that, actually. It says it's got a little subliminal message. Yeah. It's a bit late, really. <laughs> but, well, if, if you play back uh, Three Lines on a Shirt by uh, Badil and Skinner and the Lining Seeds, it's just um, a song about how it's nice to have sex with the Princess of Wales ah. before she died. Same so, with your Womba Womba. They're not sick, you know. It's, it's Will Carling's involvement. Bless. <laughs> um, Bless. So, Daniel, what are you saying? Kosher or not kosher? Poached tarantula eggs. Not kosher. Not kosher. Bing! Is correct. Well done, sir. Yes. Why? Because uh, insects and arachnids are not kosher, so uh, their, uh, their eggs wouldn't be either. Can I, can I ask for a kosher, not kosher? I'm afraid not. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> what do you mean, can you ask for a kosher? Like, if I, can I ask you and you tell me whether it's kosher or not kosher? Well, you mean reverse it? Yeah. You're going to be quiz master. Yeah. All right, if you really want. Seahorse. Seahorse would be kosher. Yeah. Oh, hmm. Yeah, I think it would be kosher. You could eat a seahorse. You could eat a seahorse. I think so. Morally wrong. Possibly kosher not. Right. I don't think it's morally wrong. To eat a seahorse. They're endangered. They're not endangered. Yes, they are. Well, I don't think they are. They're in danger. If they're endangered, it's morally wrong. <laughs> it's mo- Daniel, I'd say, I'd go as far to say it's apprehensible. <laughs> we okay. don't want any complaints the third... from the people of Little Chef who, uh, I believe, serve uh, seahorses sea... <laughs> on a on a bat. Seahorse fajitas. <laughs> sea... Seahorse on a bed of roasted courgette and pan-fried octopi. Kosher. Yeah, is it really? Yeah, Octopus. well, the thing is, I'd say... 
potentially kosher because kosher actually has to be supervised by a rabbi. Five legs. Well, it has to be supervised by a rabbi. So, again, this is another condition of this game. It's potentially kosher. Okay. To be honest, it could never be kosher. Is KFC kosher? uh no because it's not supervised by a rabbi but if a rabbi owned kfc you could have a kosher branch of kfc yeah in oh, fact what, what I, would I, you call it kosher it's F- kfc but you, kosher it would probably, FC. Be, probably if you go to israel you'll probably find a kosher kfc seriously really? kosher pizza yeah probably i call it kosher fc kosher fc <laughs> where the kfc where the k stands for kosher, kosher. <laughs> that'd be lovely what would you do at mcdonald's mcdonald's Mc- McKosher. Oh, this is going to just go on for a long time. Kosher, kosher King for, for King. <laughs> what about Pizza Hut? Mr. Kosher for Mr. Wimpy. <laughs> oh, God. Um, There's no outlet called Mr. Uh, Wimpy. It's just called Wimpy. Is it really? Kosher Wimpy, you'd call it. Can we stop going on about this? Okay. Play the game. Okay, the final. So I'm what, one, one all. You're, you got one point in, out of, in, out in of the terms. potential three. Oh, we're, oh, we're playing against each other. We should have established the rules really. No, I just, I just, I just, yeah, because it's one all. Yeah, because if you get one over on me, if and you I, give I me do, such a I difficult do plan one, to. okay, <laughs> <laughs> a leg, that is. <laughs> so okay. you can, uh, right. so it's one all, Dan. Yeah, okay. Well, it's my turn to. Pause no, you've got no, no, not what? like that. What are you on about? Ah, oh, you've given me words which you've. Got, I've got to guess which are kosher or not kosher. Yeah. If if I guess them wrongly. Yeah. Then oh yeah because you're the contestant in yeah, this and the kosher quiz yeah, master and I've got what I've got one correct <laughs> by I've saying got one correct and one incorrect yes so this is the clincher yes this is the one that will decide if Dan wins his prize of a huge supply of kosher or not <laughs> oh, goody goody <laughs> how about right a lamb chop floating in a delicious bed of milk kosher or not kosher. Is it kosher, Dan? Or in it kosher? That's what we're trying to decide is. Is it kosher or not kosher? <laughs> uh, just that know, was just a, a, a little... <laughs> <laughs> a little guest appearance from our uh, long-time listener, short-time <laughs> friend. Who? Maggie. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hello, my name's Maggie. Maggie. That's a woman. Can I play? I didn't know that voice was a woman. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be Johnny Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> it actually sounds a bit like my old home economics teacher, Mrs. Eves. Hello, Rob, can you do home economics? That's bloody exactly like her. Do you know what my catchphrase was? It was, don't you speak to me like that, I'll have you removed. <laughs> <laughs> what grade did you get? Oh, I liked her a lot. What grade, you know, well, I didn't take it for a GCSE, so it was ungraded. Oh. It was before. I should have just made something up, shouldn't I? Yeah. I should have said E. What? For Eve. Rob, you got an E now, shove off! You've got an E now, fuck off! I mean, please go away, it's a school after all. <sighs> so, Dan, it's the last option. What's it's this? <sighs> is that Mrs. Eve's, um, having a judder? No, standing up. So, standing up? Yeah. Oh, it's... She's <laughs> old. <laughs> you mean standing up from the sitting position? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this one is, uh, sitting down. <gasps> <laughs> well, that's nice. It's reversed. <laughs> yeah. So it's backwards again. So, podcaster, there's a lot of little Easter eggs here for you. We might put these you in play as balances. The, you play, play the backwards. whole thing backwards. Put it uh, kind of. You'll <laughs> just o- go over the top. Of... Up, I'm a little caterpillar. <laughs> it matches up perfectly to playing uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. It does. You backwards. can, yeah. It's like the dark side of the rainbow. You play it along with the Muppets Christmas yeah. Carol, and it works perfectly yeah. because you can see Fuzzy Bear going. It's like it's like it's, a, it's spooky. Let me tell you, Daniel. But don't make me ask you again. Ah, is it kosher or is it not kosher? Kosher. 
kosher. Oh, Dan, 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 I'm afraid you just forfeited your prize of a year's supply of kosher. Yeah, meat and dairy never go together. Really? Unfortunately not. Never, ever. Uh, never, ever. It's almost the first law. It's the second law of kosher, right, after if it's not food, it's not kosher. <laughs> if it's not food, it's not going in. <laughs> can be your, when you open your kosher restaurant, Mr. Kosher, with your rabbi friends. <laughs> it can, that could be the little uh, slogan. Hey, Mr. Kosher, what am I going to eat it with? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what you want to eat it with, and that's bloody milk. <laughs> 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 Can I have an apple and fork? <laughs> no, 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 stop food, is it? <laughs> At least it's the first rule of the kosher. Eat it with your hands. Where am I going to sit? <laughs> you see, kosher's a bittersweet thing to me as a Jewish vegetarian because, uh, you know, in, in vegetable terms, everything's kosher pretty much. Oh, except so, for the marrow. What do, you, what do you mean except for the marrow? Because <laughs> it's made of milk. Because <laughs> it's made of milk well, and beef. I don't know about you. You look at a marrow. <laughs> you tell me how kosher it is. <laughs> it's definitely kosher. Anyway, this has been Kosher Not Kosher! Kosher Not Kosher! I don't know why we use that voice to say it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, that's very convenient. We need a better, a better, a better name for X Men Secondary Powers. Ah, should we go back to X Men Secondary Powers? Yeah, this is the thing we covered last week. Name. For any, for any new listeners, X Men Secondary Powers. What do you want to call it? Um, I don't know. What do you call it? like beta? Like beta? Like a beta? Be- like a uh, secondary? X beta. The substitute. Yeah. What like do you su- call it? Superhero. Superhero beta. <laughs> Basically, the idea folks <laughs> is an X-Man or some sort of superhero might have their main power, which will be, you know, the power of flight or telekinesis or setting things on fire using only your mind. Or, 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 or not being able to be hurt. Or not, yeah, being unbreakable, uh, yeah, yes. like uh, Bruce Willis in Unbreakable, yes. the film of the same name. Yeah. But the, we like to think that they might have a secondary power, one that you don't yeah. really know about. That's really just they about... They keep it hush-hush. They keep hush-hush. They keep it on the QT. But it's basically uh, a kind of convenience. So, for example, if you're, you could have the power to know if your baked potato was too hot yes. for your mouth before you eat it. Or you could have transparent fingers. Transparent fingers. So you could hold perhaps something open with your both hands and see right through it. You mean uh, holding a book like open, a bo- hold so book. you'd still be able to read the words through your hand? Or le- lean up against a, a glass door <laughs> and still be able to have a really clear view. That's probably a main, that's probably a primary expand power, isn't it? It's only your hand, though. Uh, oh, so, a, oh, it's only your hand. It'd be a main one, maybe, if it was the whole of but, but then you'd just be invisible. Well, you could work as a glazier because you could offer the window up into the into the pane and you could say, oh. is that good? Is that good? And she'll go, uh, oh, yeah, that's lovely. I can see right through your hands. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yeah. Um, what, I like the idea of being able to uh, use yourself as a, an external hard drive by having USB Ooh. fingers. USB fingers? Yes. That's brilliant. So... Right. Yes, perhaps you could have a monitor in your mouth as well. <laughs> I was going to ask what would be the name of your X-Man with USB fingers, but of course his name is named after his first power, so his name is Cyclops because he has a big super eye. Yes. <laughs> Not because, because he's got USB fingers. <laughs> no. That would be an awful X-Man name. So that, would that be him? Would he, he'd have one big... That's a real, I think that's a secondary... I think Cyclops must have... 
A better, a better power. power. What? Then you be able to shoot people with your eyes? Yeah, but he has to have a, an aid. He's got AIDS. No, an aid. Be, that's hardly a power he at all. Have AIDS. He could infect people with his AIDS. Maybe that's it. Biological. Maybe that's water. his main power. Because his secondary power is awful. <laughs> if he was born in like the 18th century, he couldn't have them cool goggles, <laughs> could he? No, that's true. Or perhaps he just didn't know Xavier. That's true. Have X-Men always been around? He just couldn't open his eyes. Is there such a thing as an 18th century X-Men? Ah. Have they been around for Oh, isn't one of them has been around for a long, long time, I'm sure. I don't know. I think one of them could live forever. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I've not read many X-Men comics. I've read Stormwatch. Oh, that's good. But they they haven't been around since the 18th century because they all the all the mutant characters in uh, Stormwatch their their powers were activated when a comet went over there was this thing called the comet effect okay and certain people sort of you know they lit up like their powers suddenly became active so they always had them underlying yeah so one day you didn't have usb fingers I've always thought I've got an underlying power you, that's what you'd like to think no. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you hope it is okay. though um reading barcodes using only your mind <laughs> no, it was a power to see in infrared. Power to see in infrared—that's good. I'd like the power too. It's because uh, I'm a bit of a Scrooge. A bit of a Scrooge. What? Yeah. What? So, what, how would you use your power? Scrooge turn any lights on. Oh, I see. So it's a way of saving electricity. Yeah. That's good. That's clever. Well, I mean, you could get a Georgia LaForge Pfizer. <laughs> I'm saying that like it's a real solution. Like, <laughs> oh, you could do that easily. Just get a Georgia LaForge Pfizer. Like, <laughs> how, how much are they? <laughs> Well, in the future, they don't have money. Of course. Ah. They're just free. But you'd probably have to justify it. You'd have to go, I'm blind, honest, and then start bumping into stuff. And then go, oh, you poor man, have a Geordie LaForge visor. It's quite cool. They it's are very cool. cool. Very cool wraparound glasses. Again, though, in the future, I think there, I think there's a floor. I think in the future. Yeah, there's a floor. There's a ceiling as well, just up there. It's amazing. I, I told you we went extra professional. Don't in be this so one. sarcastic. Don't, why don't you be so sarcastic? <laughs> why don't you be so sarcastic? Yeah, why don't you? Why don't, why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you? Because I am. Because I'm not. But I'm not either. Well, good. Why are you? Because I'm gay, like your mum. <laughs> My mum's not. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, where were gay. we? X-Man special powers. <laughs> a pumping power would be quite a good one. You make, make your farts not smell. Off. Perhaps blast off um, into orbit. The, the that's a major power. That's a primary power, surely. Say? What, to go into a, a low-Earth orbit? You've just got no control over it, really. That's the trouble. That's why it's the second <laughs> Well, you can hold them in. <laughs> so just <laughs> release them at an appropriate a occasion. Plug. Well, you can't be to party one second, then you let out a, sw- a little one, and then next thing you know, you're in the stratosphere. You know what I'd do if I was at a party? What, what, if you, in this <laughs> fantasy scenario you've got here, if you were invited to a party, what no, would happen? No, if I... You'd if have I, a little drink that power, and maybe go home with a lady. <laughs> I'd put a party hooper up my bum hole. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, if you had this power, yeah. you'd put a party hooper up your bum hole yeah, and to then, plug it in. Yeah, and then instead of, instead of blasting off into space, you'd just go... <laughs> every now and again. I think you're a disgrace. You're a disgrace. <laughs> You're more of a disgrace. <laughs> At least I'll, I haven't got you. You're USB. a disgraceful disgrace. <laughs> the best kind of disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> I think as a secondary power, I'd like to be able to microwave things using only my hand. Oh. So you could just, just pick up it. a pick up a ready meal from Copy Mark Suspensers okay. after a hard day being, you know, working at the school for the gifted. <laughs> and you, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, come on. Your boss is Professor Xavier. It's going to be stressful. So you go to Mark's Suspensers, get a nice ready meal, 
And you go, oh, what, three minutes in the microwave? Are you out of your tiny mind? But you can just cook it in your hands. Would it still take three minutes? No, it's instant. <laughs> in fact, it pings. <laughs> or maybe you just go, ping, and then people go, oh, Rob, you don't have to say ping every time. It's just arrogant. Go, well, that's what triggers it. <laughs> oh, God, oh, I see. Oh, but then you get like a, you'd lose your voice. <laughs> you'd have to use a conventional microwave. <laughs> But you wouldn't have one because you, you had this power all the time. You'd have to go and buy one. Probably send you overdrawn. <laughs> it's too much hassle, isn't it? Yeah, you just lose your house and everything. Your kids, your wife. <laughs> or because you lost your voice. If you didn't have the second power in the first place, you'd be all right. That's you'd have learned to live without it. You'd have just bought a microwave. Someone would have bought you one when you moved in with your wife. It's perhaps as a wedding gift. But you could use it as something else. You could um, you know, put a photograph of the Chuck Brothers inside and pretend it's a oh. telly. Did <laughs> don't tell me that's not a good joke that's brilliant that's brilliant i like that i did a good joke earlier quite often when me and dan meet up to do a podcast we do all of our best material before we started recording yeah <laughs> some brilliant things we're yeah. in um we're in aldi the the um atlantis of the supermarkets because oh, because it's underwater i love how short the, the name of it is aldi <laughs> the racist dragon what? Aldi the Racist Dragon? <laughs> now, that's a cartoon. Yes. <laughs> that would be brilliant. We were in the queue at Aldi, but, and I was buying some champagne because we like to really, you know, it's a professional podcast, folks. We, we like to drink the champagne and eat the cherry bakewills. Yes. That's what we went to yes. Aldi to get. <laughs> and uh, while I was uh, paying the checkout lady for the, the champagne, I said, I was going to drink this on the car park. Is that <laughs> all right? And everybody in the queue laughed. And I thought... I'm a stand-up comedian. That's 20 pence worth of material there that I've just uh, lost. You should have let them pass. I know. I, I should have... Uh... Acted like a public toilet. <laughs> I think I should have a bouncer following me around, demanding money every time uh, anyone laughs at anything I ever say. And they go, oh, I was just being polite. And they go, well, that's as maybe, 20 pence. <laughs> I've got overheads, haven't I? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> that was so weird. this has been Secondary X-Man Powers. Secondary X-Man Powers. It's, <laughs> it's just such a sudden cut off. <laughs> it is. I'm it's glad they liked it. Not. Is there a way to fade? You've got a fader. Have you got, you got a fader? I've on got there? a fader. No. I've got an anecdote about faders. <laughs> Do you remember Pat Sharp, Funhouse fame? <gasps> With his big, With big his lovely hair. hair. Beautiful oh, hair. Oh, 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 why I I'll tell you what, I'd love to tie it around my waist. But um, <laughs> this is all by the by. This is all by the by. There's an awful image. He was also a DJ on uh, Breakfast and uh, Extremely Late Night Radio. Jazz FM. Uh, oh, no, much worse than that. <laughs> no, no, much worse. Like Pat FM. Pat FM, I think he was. Yeah, he's, he's got a podcast like us, probably. He probably has. He probably has. Um, but his nickname's DJ was the Darth Vader of the Fader. Oh. <laughs> because he's an evil man and he can kill people with his mind. <laughs> I've got a Fader. Should, should we test it out? Well, <laughs> why don't we wait until we actually require it? Next time we've got a round of applause. Oh, we'll, no, um... I've only got a Fader to make our voices quieter and louder. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay then. Okay. Sh should blah, we... blah, blah. I'll do talking. Okay, this is me talk, talking. Talk, talking talk, with my know. voice. Okay. Talking with my voice. I quite... Talking with my voice. Oi! How did that go? I don't know. Well, we don't know, we do we? We won't find that until do you know, the podcast listeners know more about this than we do, because they're listening to it, and we're just 
creating it with our mouths, talking with our mouths, talking into the into it, into it, into it. How strange is it when you think about it? What? Where my where our voices go? Where they go? Where they go? They go from here in your neck, and then they go into these little microphones. They go down a wire. Yeah, and then well, they go into a little box with the, a volume. The other thing I want to know is, why are the clouds up? What? <laughs> why are the clouds up? Well, they're not always, are they? Well, surely water vapour is heavier than air, but it ends um, up up there anyway. This is basic science we really shouldn't know. have the answers to. Steph asked me a wonderful question. She said, how long would we live? Why are you such a cunt? No. Oh, sorry, that's not what she asked at all, was it? No, she said, she said, what would happen if the sun went out? Yes, well... How long will we last? It's fucking obvious if you watch The Matrix or The Simpsons, even. <sighs> Mr. Burns blotted out the sun. See, I... No, and, no, uh, that's, the, blot- uh, that's blotting it. That's blotting it's it. It's the same thing. No, it's... No, it's what do you mean? What, if the sun has disappeared, is what you say? Yeah, buff. Oh, gone. Just buff. Just buff, gone. Just gone. Mag- Magneto has come in and he's gone, oh, I feel like doing something right evil today. <laughs> so he hires a man to make the sun disappear. <sighs> the silver surfer, maybe. Can he do that? Well, he's probably... The, he, he's the, he's the only one who can, like, go in space, isn't he? Well, you know, I'll tell you who can't do that, Superman, because Superman's solution to everything is to throw it into the sun. So the one thing he can't get rid of is the sun. No, it's his, it's his backup plan. <laughs> it's his ba- he can't throw the sun into the sun. He went in, um... Which episode of, of Superman was it where, where where Lois Lane died? I think she uh, did. That's not, that, no, that's Superman uh, 1 or 2 is the he movie. Got, he got really angry and he... He, 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 he threw he, a corpse into the sun. No, he didn't throw a corpse into the <laughs> sun. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been... It was option B. He sold photos of a corpse to the sun newspaper. Yes, that was is it. that what happened? That was it. That was it. Murdoch. It's, it's, it's weird that he fell Scott. back on Murdoch because, as I understand it, Superman is very close friends with a man called Clark Kent, who works at the Daily Planet. I know. So you'd think he'd sell it to the Daily... Well, the Daily Planet's not a vicious little rag like the sun. No, he's a bit fickle as well, isn't he, Superman? <laughs> You're asking a question... Well, Steph was asking a question. She asks you a lot of questions, doesn't she? Like, why will you stop touching me? Yeah. <laughs> Things like that. And, uh, yeah. will you make the dinner sometime tonight? <laughs> Things like that. I always make the dinner on time. I know, I'm kidding. Ah. Okay. I'm kidding. No, I um, she, I, I see. I tend to answer these questions. I, I thought I had a good. I thought two days, two days, two solid days. Um, well, what would be the issue that would what would kill us after two days? Um, cold. The cold. No, I think we've got ways of staying warm, haven't we? We could wrap up. Where it's where going to be cold. Nice balaclava. It's going to be damn cold. I suppose it would be quite cold. Yeah, I suppose it would be cold. I don't know. I mean. For most of humanity, I think two days. The main thing I was thinking, I didn't even think of the heat. I was thinking the sun is the source of all our energy. So we'd run out of food eventually because the plants can't photosynthesize and the animals have nothing to eat. So we've got nothing to eat, whether it's kosher or not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor kosher. Would a kosher person say, say they were... Say they were, they were, they were trapped on a, on a, on an island, which, which had no... Nothing but kosher person. kosher food. Well, human meat is never kosher, Dan. So you can't have a kosher no, person. No, but would they? You mean a person who eats kosher food? Yeah, would, they, would, they, would they eat would they on kosher food if it was their life depended on it? Um, well, you, I don't know. I mean, I don't eat uh, specifically a kosher diet, so I don't know. You'd have to ask someone who is observant to that. Uh, <laughs> would they? Yeah, probably. I mean, I'd eat meat if my life depended on it, so probably. But then again... 
my vegetarianism is an internal set of morals, but I think religious people are often a bit more staunch, aren't they? Because yeah. it's not just themselves they're betraying, it's God, if they really believe in God. So maybe they wouldn't. Maybe they'd die righteous so they could get to heaven. Ooh. A truly religious person wouldn't. I wish I were religious. Why do you wish you were religious? It's quite... It's quite a... But you are religious. You believe in Richard Dawkins. I know. <laughs> but he's not going to... He's not going to save me, is he? He's more likely to... I'd be surprised, me, I mean. Cut my body up and put me as, as piano keys and play me. Well, <laughs> I don't understand that reference, but <laughs> from what I understand, Richard Dawkins saves. I've heard this motto, Richard Dawkins saves, because... He's been, you know, keeping uh, stamps for years. He saves his stamps. He never throws one away. Uh, he saves all his uh, cinemas, ticket stubs. He's got them going back to 1994. The first one he saved he's was The a, Mask he's, he's with Jim Carrey. He's just a recycler is what he is. He's, yeah, he saves. He saves everything. He collects but He's like a Womble. He's like the one that the Wombles of Wimbledon. Is his, is his house made out of newspaper? I think he does live around Wimbledon, actually. So maybe he is the modern-day Womble. See, I, I, I like the idea. Is that what he is? I think so. Maybe, maybe you've got it there. Well, why doesn't he believe in Womble God? Oh, uh, well, there must be a Womble God. Is there a Womble God? Yeah, probably. It's like like, um, like a king smart. Well, from what I understand, uh, Uncle Bulgaria is not with us any longer. So, presumably, he's uh, a godlike figure. Isn't I he? I miss childhood programs. Now, actually, that's an interesting topic because one of the the words I have on my scratch sheet that we're not really referring to anymore is uh, postgate. Post, yes, all all one word. Postgate, of course, one word because it's a surname. It's Oliver Postgate who who died maybe a year ago. Oh, uh, he's my finest. He was the he was the voice of. of, uh, of, uh, oh, no, why can't I remember his name? I don't know if he was the um, voice or anything, but he, he created Bagpuss and Clangers. He was, he was a voice of, of the, the, the woodpecker. Professor Yaffle. Professor, Professor Yaffle. I don't know, I've got a feeling that might have been Brian Kant doing the voice on mm. but I don't know. No, you might be right. It could be, um, it could be old. I'll look this up while we're on. But the reason I bring him up is because my nan and I were shopping the other day. Yeah. And we were in um, a bookshop in Waterstones, and there's a new book out all about the life of Oliver Postgate. And I picked it up and instantly felt all warm and fuzzy and thought, oh, Oliver Postgate, what a wonderful, wonderful man. And my nan went, I never liked him. And I thought, <laughs> what? I know you're senile and old, but who could possibly dislike Oliver Postgate? And she said, this is a quote, I didn't like Bagpuss, clangers were shit, an eye for the engine left me cold. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. I know, I was taken aback, but it was such a wonderful Nan quote. Finished <laughs> 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 in for you. <laughs> um, wait, we have another Nan story, I think. We can go back, don't worry, I, I know you're fact-checking. Do, do, do you want to find out how he died? Um, oh, go on, then. Postgate died peacefully at a nursing home in Broadstairs, near his home on the Kent Coast, on 8 December 2008. Oh, okay. thank you, Professor Hawking. I can't yes. believe you showed up just to uh, just to tell us about that. I didn't even know that was one of your special subjects. Yeah, we did. I, 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 I think it's a shame we didn't even mention he was in the studio. <laughs> well, he's been here for an hour, and he's. Uh... I didn't even know. Well, I was thinking... I kept hearing some slurping from the corner. <laughs> oh, I wasn't sure what it was. Then. <laughs> he was just. I thought uh, it was an empty wheelchair. He was just his nanny that they're cleaning him up. But um, yeah, I, well, I thought to myself, let's not exploit the chap. 
you know, we're not like Matt Craning, no. getting his voice over to every opportunity. I thought, my honest thought was, if we want to make a Stephen Hawking voice, we could just make it ourselves on a synthesizer. Oh, we could, could we? Could. But anyway, there's no need to, to stoop that low. No. Anyway, thank you very much, Professor Stephen Hawking. Uh, off he goes. Off he goes. <laughs> Into the night. Be careful, Stephen. Oh, it's got... Oh, you'll have to catch that bus. It's, in, it's here in ten minutes. I think Gary Glitter's here. <laughs> oh, dear. No, that's <laughs> awful. Sorry. How can he be Sorry. here? He's been executed. You didn't watch it, did you? No. Oh, I didn't watch it. Me Nan watched it. They put, so a little, sort of they put a little merp over his neck and they bloody hung him, they didn't they? Rob, Rob, I'm... T- Rob, it was on um, that Channel 4. It, they hung him till he was dead. That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. They hung him until he was dead. They hung him. Rather than wing, hanging him, him until he... Hung him until he was dead. Until he was dead. She was very serious about it. And I said, Nan, did you think that was... Um, do you not think that, you know, if you're opposed to the death penalty, surely when someone who probably should be hung, you know, um, say Saddam Hussein... Do you, do you not think that that's the test? Is that not, you know, is that not when it's more important than ever to oppose the death penalty? You know, is that not? What did she say? She said, uh, pass me my whiskey, I've had enough. <laughs> she said, whiskey and a faggot. She did, whiskey and a faggot. Faggot. Oh, she loves Graham Norton, actually. <laughs> Bloody loves him. Put that Graham on the telly. <laughs> she absolutely adores him. She says, um, in fact, we were watching it together just the other day, and um, when the adverts came on, there was, uh, there was a thing about, there was some company, uh, like a very clean-looking Apple-style high-tech company, and the PR guy was talking to the camera, and he said, yeah, we've, we've been uh, farming algae, and from this we're making a super-clean biofuel from which you can run electric cars. Uh, Minan said... Oh, don't let your granddad see that advert. He had that idea years ago. <laughs> <laughs> was he fuming? Well, he still doesn't know. I Does he not I, know? No, she, because you both been keeping it a secret. Well, yeah, because if you found oh. out, he would be fuming. Oh, I'd fume. He's not mad. He could finish him off. So, it's, sometimes I have to finish him off. I tell. I tell. <laughs> oh, my dad's very old as well. <laughs> That's um. Well. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. No. Well, is there anything else you want to... Uh, I think we've come to the any other business part of our um, our weekly meeting. Is there anything else you wanted to bring up today before, well, we, before we call it a day? Well, to be honest, I've, I've had enough of it. To be honest, I've grown tired of living. I've grown tired of it. <laughs> just cannot be bothered. Just with anything, I just... To be honest, I just I can't live anymore. I'm just going to hold me... I'm going to hold me breath until I'm dead. Could you just try it? Can you do... I don't think it was possible. Let's try That's it now. Something. Let's try it now. Okay. This will be an entertaining okay. 20 okay. seconds. Should we see you, so you can, like, hold the breath... Of, oh, no, hold on. Don't. Oh. Don't. We can be carried away. So, so you can hold the breath for the All longest. Right. All okay. right. Ready? Three, two, one. Go. <gasps> Couldn't hold it in. I was, I was just loser. giggling too much inside. I am a loser. loser. I'm a bloody holding my breath. You loser. know what? Minus one point man point for you. <laughs> plus one man point for me. <laughs> Thank you very much. This has been Ringham and Godzilla's Alpha Bites. Good night. Good night. <laughs> now seriously, Tara.